Hey, welcome everyone to our midweek uh, prophecy update. Hey, before we get going, I want to uh, just ask you to make sure that you like and share. And uh, listen, we're doing everything that we can to get our videos out there to as many places that we possibly can. Also, I have an exciting announcement that's coming up next week, and I'm not going to tell you what that is right now. Um, but I also want to let you know if you haven't signed up yet, there's still time to register for the conference that's going to be in, in Orlando. It's at the end of January. You can go to our website, hopeforourtimes.com, check out the events and get information there. I hope to see you guys there. It's going to be nice and warm and fantastic. Uh, that'll be in Florida. Can't wait for that. Okay, let's get going because, uh, listen, I'm going to, let, let me just be honest with you. We need to pay attention to what is really going on. And I'm going to talk for just a couple of minutes about the reality of the world where we are, uh, what is going on, what the Bible tells us is going to happen in the last days. And I really believe that we are in for a great wake up call. Consider these words from the prophet Jeremiah. And then give me a couple of minutes to connect the dots. So Jeremiah is prophesying uh, in the ancient time of uh, Judah, and he's letting them know, uh, as God is letting uh, Jeremiah know, Jeremiah is his prophet, Jeremiah is God's spokesperson, he's letting them know that Babylon is about ready to destroy you, and he lets them know why. And this is what Jeremiah writes in Jeremiah chapter 14. He says, Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to the people, You shall not see the sword, nor shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. Listen, Jeremiah is writing that the prophets are saying, listen, don't pay attention to the Babylonians who are, who've got the siege going on around Judah. Don't worry about that. Everything is good. Don't pay attention to these signs. Don't listen to Jeremiah, the prophet, who's telling you the truth, that destruction is coming. All is going to be good. Everything's going to be back to normal. Just go with it. So this is what he's warning. There's false prophets that are saying everything's going to be good. And the Lord said to me, says Jeremiah, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I have not sent them, commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesy to you a false vision, divination, a worthless thing, and the deceit of their heart. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, whom I did not send, and who say sword and famine shall not be in this land by sword and famine, those prophets shall be consumed. God is calling them out. All those prophets that are saying, hey, everything's good. Just ignore the warning signs. It's okay. Everything's going to get back to normal. Uh, listen, that's not what God is saying. And Jeremiah is saying, those prophets are going to die by the sword. Those prophets are going to die by famine. And the people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out into the streets of Jerusalem. Because of the famine and the sword, they will have no one to bury them, them nor their wives, their sons or their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. In other words, they've committed these abominable sins. They justify all of these things. They say, this is what God has decided is good for us. We commit these horrible crimes, these wicked things, these perverted things. And God says, no, these prophets are liars. There's not peace coming here. You are seeing the sign of the destruction of the enemy. Babylon has surrounded Jerusalem and the sword and famine are going to destroy you. Then you go from there over to chapter 16 and it continues. 
Jeremiah, verse 9, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will cause to cease from this place before your eyes and in your days the voice of mirth, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. In other words, it's going to be complete destruction. You're going to be miserable. You're going to experience pain and suffering. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be physical. It's going to be devastating. There's not even going to be weddings anymore. There's going to be no joy. It's all going to be taken away. And it shall be when you show this people all these words, and they say to you, why has the Lord pronounced all this great disaster against us? And what is our iniquity, or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? Then you shall say to them, because your fathers have spoken, have forsaken me, excuse me, says the Lord, they have walked after other gods and have served them and worshiped them and have forsaken me and not kept my law. So it sounds here, if you don't continue reading, that the people now are being judged for the sins of their fathers and grandfathers. Ah, uh -uh. watch this. Next verse, God says, and you have done worse than your fathers, for behold, each one follows the dictates of his own heart, so that no one listens to me, says the Lord. Listen, you go back 30 years, you go back 40 years, you go back 50 years, go back to the 60s, and you start saying, well, look at what they did then. Oh, yeah, well, look at what we are doing now. Look at the wickedness in the world. Look at what is justified. Look at what we are told is good. This is good, and that is evil. Just, just think about it. Folks, we've got problems. And there's false prophets that are out there that are saying, look, just go along with it. Everything's good. Don't worry about what's really happening. Now let me connect the dots for us, all right? Damon Duck noted this. He said, concerning world government and the Great Reset, on December 22 of last year, it was reported that the Rockefeller of 2021, that the Rockefeller Foundation has released a report called Reset the Table, and it calls for a global central government to control the world's food supply. Globalists are claiming that COVID is causing millions of people to go hungry, and a global central government is needed to make the distribution of food more fair and equitable. If globalists control the food, they will control who gets to eat and how much they get to eat, what they get to eat, etc. Those that don't want to starve to death will be enslaved by world government. Folks, think about what is going on. You need to pay attention. We can see all of the warning signs going on. I'm going to show you a video here in just a second. So hold on, because then it's really going to connect things. But Todd Strandberg wrote, the collapse of most empires is not the result of warfare. The downfall of most of them has been triggered by moral decay, hence what Jeremiah said, hence what we are witnessing in America and in the world. The, the moral decay in America is being exported all throughout the world, has been for a long time. Let me read this again. The collapse of most empires is not the result of warfare. The downfall of most of them has been triggered by moral decay. When greed and corruption become widespread, the fabric of society begins to break down. Greed and corruption have become so profound in America, I think there's a 100% chance that we will suffer a financial meltdown. The reason for my certainty is that most people have lost the ability to see the danger that is headed in their direction. 
And then he quotes Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. This describes the world that we live in right now. And we better wake up. Listen, if you aren't awake, wake up. Pay attention to what is happening. There are lying prophets out there saying everything's going to be good. Just fall in line. It's going to be wonderful. While at the same time, we have the globalists say we're in the great reset. We are now in a great reset of the table, meaning the food supply. We have an economic catastrophe that appears to be planned. Now, check out this video. It's about five minutes long. Uh, the section I'm going to show you is from the Ice Age Farmer uh, from just before New Year's. Check this out. It's from December 27. Check out this video from Ice Age Farmer to help understand the economy and the food supply problem that is rapidly coming. What I want to make clear tonight is it's not just that access to food is being limited uh, at the consumer level, but also the ability to produce food is being restricted. Here's an article from Western Australia where grain sites are literally being closed to farmers who aren't producing uh, proof of vaccination. So literally, right as the harvest comes in, you can see, I mean, even the headline tells you the bumper crop coincides with this new mandate deadline. Western Australia's bulk grain handler, CBH, has told 3,700 growers they will not be allowed to enter the site to deliver grain after the new year unless they get their vaccination. So farmers are locked out of the market. We, they just don't even accept delivery of massive amounts of grains, even as we have food shortages. It, it, it's, it's complete insanity. Um, and of course, not only are they attacking, you know, restricting at the consumer level, and now at the, at the producer level, but everywhere in between. And I posted this video. I regret that I lost his name in Twitter, but I appreciate that he put this up there. I posted it to Telegram. You can see it's got 114,000 odd views. So uh, this really resonated with people that the new border restrictions imply that truckers won't be allowed to, to take goods across the Canadian-US border unless they get their vaccines. So just whittling away at the supply chain, restricting consumer access to food, just telling farmers you can't even drop your food off here. When I posted this, also there are many comments that said, you know, I'm a trucker too, and yeah, this is this is getting too crazy. I'm turning in my, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm a Canadian trucker as well, and uh, I usually haul between Alberta and Texas. And yeah, I'm waiting on my last load right now, and it's going to be my last trip, uh, regardless of whether they actually grow a brain and back off on this uh, mandate. I'm still done. I'm just too sick of this stupidity. I'm just gonna crawl into a hole and try and weather the storm that's coming. Uh, it's gonna get real. Even if they do delay it, like I said, so many truckers are so fed up already, and you can see this in the 200 odd comments on this post, that, that uh, they're just walking away. And so the supply chain is being systematically dismantled. And you can see it. You remember we talked about the Port of Vancouver closing after the flooding there. Uh, d totally destroyed the railroads connecting the port of Vancouver to the rest of Canada. They couldn't get their grains or, or any crops to the, the port to ship out to the rest of the world, Canada being one of the biggest exporters. And here it is from the Daily Mail. McDonald's rations fries in Japan due to supply shortage. You're only allowed to buy small fries. I don't know if you can buy multiple packages. Why, though? It's because of potato shortage caused by supply chain issues. McDonald's generally imports uh, potatoes from Canada to the Japanese restaurants. So this is it. This is, the, this is exactly what we said would happen playing out. And now 
McDonald's fries are not, you know, I'm not concerned about people being rationed away from McDonald's fries. This is just the most visible uh, symptom of that, right? When, when you have a, a multinational company saying we have to ration our fries, then the Daily Mail, it's, it's a headline, the Daily Mail prints that. What we're not seeing is the myriad other purchasers in all sorts of countries, including small countries, that depend on, the, uh, on these imports from Canada and the U.S., who are completely congested ports and all this nonsense and mandates going on, uh, and Australia not even accepting grain from their farmers. They are also a big grain exporter. But the less visible symptom is that countries are literally running out of food. Here's one example in Sri Lanka, where an official actually had the, the gall to mention that agriculture secretary warns of food crisis before being promptly removed from office. I, I mean, think about that. What you just saw in that video, connected with what we wrote or read about with Jeremiah the prophet, and then all of these other things that I've been talking about. I want to read these words again from Todd Strandberg because I think they're so crystal clear and evident of the problem that we have. The collapse of most empires is not the result of warfare. The downfall of most of them is triggered by moral decay just like the days of Jeremiah. When greed and corruption become widespread, the fabric of society begins to break down. Greed and corruption have become so profound in America, I think there's a 100% chance that we will suffer a financial meltdown. The reason for my certainty is that most people have lost the ability to see the danger that is headed in their direction. Don't be like that. Wake up and pay attention, folks. You need to be ready. I'm telling you, 2022, uh, listen, um, all the predictions that I'm seeing, everything except for those who are saying life is good, everything's wonderful, just go along with the plan. Listen, things are not looking good unless you know the Lord. Here's the beauty of this. Uh, when you put all this together, in the prophecy of Jeremiah to Judah, saying Babylon's going to destroy you, and Babylon did, he said this. He went on and said just a couple of verses later in chapter 16, he said, "What? Well, guess what? In that last day, I'm going to bring Israel back into the land. I'm going to build them again. I am going to be their God. Listen, all of these things that we are watching right now are evidence that the Bible is true, that the signs that the Bible gives us of the second coming of Christ are true. Right now, they are casting their shadow into the tribulation period. But all of these signs point to Jesus coming again. Jesus is going to come again. He's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. It's going to be awesome. But in the meantime, between now and then, things are going to get a little bit rough for us before the rapture. And then after the rapture, things are going to get real bad. Listen, look up and lift up your head because your redemption draws near. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.